Hello, this is the Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of the Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. So sometimes we come into the world with baggages, or we come, and as we get older, we discover there are baggages that we just carry, we just met them, they are already pre-installed, quote-unquote. And in some cases, we have the sin, the sin. Some people have that, the sin. <laughs> I'm quoting you, Bruce. <laughs> the sin, yes, yes, the sin. T-H-E, oh, I, I thought we were projecting. Okay, okay, there's a marker. Okay, sorry. Let's, let's try again. So, the writer of Hebrews says, let us lay aside the weights and then, oh dear, the sin. The sin that ought easily beset us. Let me read another translation. Let's try NIV. It says, therefore, seeing we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. And the sin, this guy is, they are, they are, they are in agreement with, okay, okay. The sin that so easily entangles. Oh, okay. Thank you so much. God bless you. So, if you look at your life so far and you are not shy, could you tell us what could be the weight or the sin <laughs> that does easily beset? No, no, I, I, can, I can start, right? I can start if I can start if people are, I understand that, you know, it's okay. All right. So I had. No, 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 I'll get there, I'll get there. I'll get there. You want current, you want current weight? Yes. yes, okay. So, but let me start from my history. What is weight what is <laughs> So, weight is the one that is placed on you, the one you met, the one that, what? Oh, 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 thank you so much. So weight is the one that is on you. You can't help it. It's just, it's like a yoke. It's like a burden. You, you met it. Yeah. Did I do it to myself or did somebody do it to me? Most likely somebody did it to you. Yeah, so, okay, let's, let's, let's do Matthew eleven thirty-eight to help us to understand the concept of weights. It will help. But I don't want to talk much. I want people to talk, so... Okay, let me give you context. Okay, he said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So you can be heavy laden. Sometimes it's something that was put upon you. But what the writer of Hebrews is saying is that it doesn't matter whether you earned it, you collected it, you carried it, or it was put on you, you have the capacity to lay it aside. You have the capacity to drop it off. Um, and I use the example of Isaac. He said, a day will come when you are restless 
you will break you will break your you will break the yoke of your neck if you try enough you can you have the capacity in you to shake it off right so the capacity is not of you really is of god but it comes to empower you to shake it off and the other one is the sin this one is something that you do so one is put upon you the other one is something you do Okay, so I want to give context without writing my own on the board so that it's not made permanent. Right? <laughs> I, I was going to write it. I'm not writing it again. So I, I used to have addiction. I used to be addicted to different things. Once I start something, it's better I don't start something. Once I start, I go all the way in. And it's terrible. There was a time I was addicted to social media. And not all of social media, just Facebook. Just Facebook. It was enough to take my day. And every time they would put something else. Before Facebook had, see this day in history, right? I, I wanted to write a letter to Mark that I should be able to just go on Facebook and see what I wrote February 12, 2008. I should just be able to check. And I felt this thing can be better. I, I use Facebook enough to be able to do quality assurance, they can do survey with me, I can suggest things you can do to be better. That's how far my addiction went. Same for movies. If I watch a movie, I know when they started shooting, who wrote the script, how much they used to shoot it, how much it made. When I watched, there's this, um, no, it's not so nice, it's not nice. Uh, It's not nice at all. (laughs) When I watched Annie, I knew that they auditioned 4,000 girls for the role. I knew which of the songs were done live, which one was lip-syncing. You don't need it. It's not, it wasn't helping my account balance. It wasn't helping my spiritual life. It wasn't helping my attention. You know, I started to talk in movies, right? So if I'm talking to somebody, I'll be quoting movies. And, I, and conversation can stop because I can ask the person that, have you watched this movie? And the person says no. So I'm trying to look for context. And I don't have context again. I have to think for what next I would use. As a matter of fact, I've told Maureen this, so I'm safe. I, there was a girl in my former church that people were, you know, kind of in their mind matchmaking us. So eventually somebody said it, and then the girl too came and, you know, started talking. And then... One day, I just asked her, what kind of movies do you watch? She said, I don't watch movies. Yeah, that was the end. That was the end. Till today, she doesn't know. So, Maureen knows her. So, sometimes, she will just walk up to me and punch me. I know that punch is a combination of friendship and annoyance. Because sometimes the punches are heavier than friendship punch. Because she doesn't know why I just suddenly stopped talking to her. I just stopped. Like, we, we can't talk. We don't speak the same language. If I tell you I'm going to make you an offer, you cannot refuse. You don't know what I'm talking about. We can't. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, when I met her, I was, I, was, I was getting a bit safer. But I did a lot of education. I forced her to watch a lot of movies. I use movies to shape her. Yeah, there's a line in the casino that says, there are three ways to do things around here. 
you do things the right way, the wrong way, or my way. Yeah, so you, you, you remember, you re- ah, I have friends, I have friends, I have people. Uh-huh. I can, you know, it was so bad, so bad, so bad, very bad. I, I was averaging three movies a day. Somebody who was going somewhere in life. So, no, it's a, it, it became an unhealthy obsession. Okay, so while this is good, you know, while this is interesting, I was also addicted to gambling. I used to gamble. I, I, why movies made me feel good? Gambling make me, made me feel like a god because I can predict something and it will happen. Yes. And yes, yes. And it, it was only soccer and tennis I was that good. It, and it was very bad. It was a bad thing because... <laughs> If I can turn, if I can turn two thousand to twenty thousand, and then fifty thousand in the space of a week, why work? So gamble. Why are waiting for the results of the match? Watch a movie, right? No life, no life. Meanwhile, God was watching somebody who is hoping will one day know scriptures. And then this is like wasted years. These are years I'm still hoping that God will restore. I, I hope to sleep one day and wake up with like the entire book of Matthew in my head as a way of God just compensating me for the times I've wasted. <laughs> so those were weights. Those were weights. I still battle a bit with addiction here and there. If I find something I really like, sometimes I try not to start because once I start, I'm, it's going to occupy, it's going to keep occupying my mind. You know, it it's so bad that. Um, so last the last year, at some point, I started crypto trading. The reason why I stopped trading and I just was doing just investment was that I got to a time. I'm praying the Holy Ghost. I'm checking my balance. Yes, sir. I'm checking. I'm checking. Ah, uh, I should have sold this one. I'm praying, okay. Sahar Kades and Marakado, Shaiti and I, and And as I'm praying, um, so they know how to help you. So news is coming on that Shiba is now building Metaverse. Okay, so let me exit this position and buy more Shiba. And I'm praying. And the Holy Ghost is trying to talk to me. And meanwhile, I have book and pen open, right? That Holy Ghost will drop ideas. But I'm, I'm not listening again. I'm, I'm on Shiba. So, over time, I now find a way to lay aside that weight that is easily besetting me. And I set aside, I stopped dissing. <laughs> so, distraction is, is, is terrible. It's terrible. Trust me. You can't get anything done. So, and at that time, I used to write movie scripts, right? So, the excuse is that I want to write a good story. So something that should take me four weeks. I'll tell the person, it's 12 weeks. But don't worry, you get something good. You know, so they cost a lot of quarrel. What are you writing? I'm saying, no, I, I need to finish it here. You need to finish it before you can write stories. So in a bid to take charge of my life, to be in control, I cannot, you know, the what we have as 
humans is the illusion of free will. Sorry, um, I don't. I shouldn't have gone this far. But you people say I should talk. <laughs> the Bible says, let's read it. This is one of the first laws of the realm of the spirit. If we are doing Bible study, let's, let's go deep once in a while. Come here, I'm trying to find this option. Sorry, just give me a minute. Um, that's Romans. I'm just trying to picture Romans 6, verse 16, I believe. It's a law. It's a law. Okay. <clears throat> so, what we have as man is free will, eh? but the free will has cap. The free will. You have a limit to what you can choose, right? You can't choose your own eternity. You can't choose your options in eternity. All you have is life or death. You can't choose anything. You can't say, I want to create my own outcome. Do you understand? God said, I praise before you life and death. You can't create a third option. So the extent of your will is to choose. Let me help you. So... If you are in a country where there are only two political parties, huh? until you play an active role in politics, you don't have any power, really. What you have is an illusion of power. So if we have party A and party B, if I want, if I can control the outcome, so all I have to do, if I want my son in party, in, as president, and I have two sons, all I have to do is put the first son in party A as the presidential candidate, put my second son in party B, as the second presidential candidate, and I say, your PVC is your power. Choose. You have the only outcome you can choose is one of my children because I control the outcome. You only have an illusion of choice. That's how life is, unfortunately. Let's read that law in Romans 6, verse 16. It says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey. His servants ye are to whom you obey. It's tricky, but it's a legal statement. It's a, a lawyers can help us. Whether of sin unto death or of obedience to righteousness. So, you have free will, but your will, your will is to choose what you serve or who you serve. Right? That's, that's the end of your will. Your will is to choose who you serve. That's your will. So, you can choose to be useful in life, or you can choose to not be. But that's the end. Once you have made that choice, the outcome is decided. Do you understand? What I said, is it clear? Okay. So, I had to exercise my will again to choose something that will make something of me, that will make me somebody of note, somebody that God would be pleased in. Somebody who would fulfill God's intent. Somebody who fulfills God's will. So today I want us to talk about the weights that the Lord did us and the sin. 
So if, if it's something that you need help with, why not? So the idea of church is a community where you are vulnerable and people can help. Sometimes we go through things that we can't share until we are in a safe space where we know that we will not be judged and people would be happy to help. So I've said my own. Who's, who's going next? I think I have a movie person. Use the mic so that it will be on record. <laughs> uh, I don't know if being live is okay. I, I think it's okay. Don't let's not rob them of the opportunity. Maybe somebody will send a message, you know, via Instagram. So we may not be able to take everything now. I understand that it's better in a, in circle of three, so that if it leaks, you know <laughs> it was you or you. <laughs> no, but really, sometimes it might be something you've dealt with in the past. Maybe it will help somebody. But I I want somebody to leave helped. All right. That's fine. Please clap for her. That's, that's a lot of courage to say that. Um, we're proud of you. Part of what we we'll also do today is we'll pray. The Bible talks about yokes being destroyed because of the anointing. There is this ministry of the Holy Spirit that you can take things away in a flash. And when you remember them, it no longer has the power to hurt you. It doesn't have power to hold you back. So what, what, what I'm really interested in are the things that are stopping you from doing the things you should be doing. Sometimes it's something your father said, sometimes it's something your, that happened to you in the past. And sometimes just speaking about them helps you regain power because the reason why we need to do this is because this year we need to move with speed. And then so we need to set aside every weight and the sin that thought easily beset us. All right. Hello, good evening. The sum of it really is that I have a good nature of mine that seems to always come back to bite me. So I'm a very nice person, like flawlessly. I mean, no, no, seriously, I don't come off as that. I'm, I'm, I look all uptight and all that, but when you are just, your heart is just open and, but unfortunately, at every point in my life, it has always been used against me. And most recently, it was, it was not the kind of uh, your friend fucked up. It was deep, really deep shit. I was sort of engaged, and it, I was, it, was, it, was, it was just a mess. And I've not gone through all that and a broken relation, a broken engagement, some big, elaborate, power couple thing going on that time. And the fact that the summary of it all was that my good nature, again, was seriously used against me. I've been battling with this weight of, am I sure I'm supposed to be a nice person? Am I sure 
this is something I'm supposed to be doing. Am I am not supposed to change character? Am I am not supposed to adjust? At the same time, you know, it's 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 a struggle really because you meet people and you want to be open, you want to be yourself, but at the same time, you are worried that if this person gets to know me, they will take advantage of me and. It's a serious struggle. It's a serious way. Trust me, it's like you're going crazy sometimes, but it's a lot. But God has been quite faithful, but there's still the element of fear and, you know, constant watching your back. So, yeah, I think that's a serious way, in my opinion. Wow, please share. Please share. Uh, all the nice people in the house, can you relate? Yes, we can. All the not-so-nice people in the house... <laughs> <laughs> uh, some people try to say they are nice but their voice betrays them I'm nice <laughs> alright um, we can't lose who we are because of the things that happen to us um, after the nation of Israel rejected Samuel it's a very interesting scripture Samuel was upset and you know you know the typical saying, it's not me you rejected, it is God you rejected. And he was angry. And he said to prove to you that it is God you rejected, let thunder strike now. Let rain fall now. And rain started falling and thunder struck. True. True story. After that, someone said, well, okay, if people have chosen the king, it's fine. He said, but I will not sin against God by stopping to pray for you. That was how he ended that scenario. To say that, yes, you rejected me. You know, it was a long speech. You know, someone said, who among you have I asked for hair before? I said, I've not collected anything from any of you. You know, although the children of Israel had a point, you know, the children of Samuel were not, uh, the apple fell far from the tree. So as he was getting old, they were like, you can't, it's your children, you can't, so give us a king. So but at the end of the day, Samuel's conclusion was that if I stop praying for you, if I stop being your priest, I'm sinning against God. So as far as Samuel was concerned, every transaction was one between him and God, not between him and the people. So it doesn't matter what the people are doing. The person I'm looking at is God. One of the things that I learned in going to marriage is that the reason I would never cheat on my wife has nothing to do with her. It's just about me and God. The reason why I don't cheat people has nothing to do with them. It's about me and God. And the more I start to think like that, the more I'm conscious of God's will, God's nudgings, God's impressions about the things I do, such that over time, God can start to guide your steps. God can start to signal you to say, don't, don't go in this path. This person is not your business partner. This is not the school you should put your children. Because all your relationship is first between you and God not the person there's a tendency for nice people to be overwhelmed with compassion for the person and it's correct and it's good but the first umpire is God the first umpire is God 
And the first person you are checking is God. That's why it's okay for everything to look good on paper and then in your heart, you know, this is not right. It's okay for somebody to come with a compelling story. You know, a beautiful story of how they've been hurt, how they've been in pain, and then you are moved to help them and then God says no. God knows that this person is trying to take an advantage of you and he can tell you ahead. And then there are some people who don't care about you, who don't, who are always evil to you and God keeps saying this person, go and apologize to this person, go and follow this person. So the way to guard our heart and our tenderness is to follow the signals within our spirits. That's the way to be, to be protected from continuously being hurt because the Bible says that the heart of man is evil. Who can know it? So you can't, you, your own, our own heart used to deceive us. Mm, our own heart used to deceive us. That's why we need God to know how to deal with men. God said, I the Lord, I search the heart. I try the reins. You know, so God can, the, the idea to protect you going forward is to find that place of God's nudgings, how to be led. I'll recommend how to be led by the Spirit of God, by Kenneth Hagin. I'll also recommend how to flow with the Spirit. And we can, you know, we can talk a bit later on how to be led by the Spirit of God. It would really 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 help you if you are led by the spirit of God you will lie down in green pastures you will go to still waters it is when you venture on your own that you will walk in the valley of shadow of death if you read that it is I walked when I walk in the valley of shadow when he led me you know God said when I led you through the wilderness did you lack anything he was asking the children of Israel so the key to healing and not having a repeat scenario going forward is to be led by the Spirit of God. And the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And it doesn't mean that people will not still hurt you, but the one that God led you into, the hurt that God led you into, he has given you capacity to withstand it without it affecting you. So really, uh, i like to have your number. i like to have nice people on my phone, yes, somebody I can leave my children for and go to Dubai for two weeks and meet them smiling. Yes, 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 we are taking advantage, we know. That's the heart of man. <laughs> so, but seriously, um, I, I won't mind having another conversation with you on how to be led by the Spirit of God. That's your guarantee. Uh, if you do it, you do it for a year, it would be like night and day. You're like, why haven't I done this all my life? I'm telling you. Yes, sure. Use the mic. Let's have it on record. Okay. Okay, no, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah go, go. No, 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 okay. you can. Yes. Please. Yeah, okay. Um, for me, um, my weight, what's the second one? The same. Yeah, weight and, yeah, the same. So, um, my weight was fear. So, as I was growing up as a kid, I was conditioned to, to fear. Not intentionally, or um, alongside, it, uh, alongside the discipline and all that, it came with those, with those um, 
we came with fear. So um, I, okay, I was afraid of, I was afraid of my anyone, my superiors. Um, the six out of eight. So, and I deeply f was afraid of my dad. Wow. But I loved him, but I was afraid of him because he conditioned me to, conditioned us to. And I think the trace also went alongside with my siblings. So it's like this, this is my place, this is my place, this is my place. I'm your senior, I'm your senior. So that connection wasn't, I just have only the connection with my mom. So um, that fear actually conditioned me in a way where I try to do things and and I don't, I don't go further. I just go a little. This I can see it, but I, can't, I just can't move. Um, uh, along my my journey in life, that I started pretty early. Um, I started during from the patterns of my family, where when it comes when it comes to academics and all that, I I dropped out of school because I don't want to go the same pattern they used. Um, it's not about going, I, don't, I just don't like the person that I'm in school, I'm asking for funds. So you can, like, no. Um, I want to do them myself. So when I told them about this, they, they kicked against it. So I was like a black sheep in a way, but I was a good guy. Chill, uh, I would say I'm also one of the persons that, like a good person. Yeah, very nice person, but but people. <laughs> you have a witness. I was about to. Cause I don't understand black sheep and nice person. In the yeah, same yeah. Sentence, <laughs> so in the family, I was a person that was going that was deranged from the family persons and all that. So, um. So skip to every other thing. One of the things that actually brought out the fear, I saw that fear and all that. I said learning how to, okay, I was a fashion designer when I was young. I think I coached myself into it. Because where I grew up, there was nothing like that. So, but when I got exposed to it, I loved it. I picked it up. I became very good with that. So within a few years, I became excellently good. But I said, okay, let me learn something that would actually give me fun to actually push this career further. So I learned um, crypto trading and all that. So I learned the crypto trading and I became very good with that too. Um, my study and analysis, everything fundamentals became very cool. The guys that was at, the guy that even brought me into it, I became very like I became better than him. So, but at some point I learned it and when I when I was being placed, I like, put to the test to like just. Sh show your skill and all that, like, now, go, to, go into the real market. I did pretty, pretty much well. I, I did, like, more than 10x within, like, two weeks. So it was, like, I, I enjoyed what I was doing. I enjoyed it. That, at that time, the fear hasn't kicked in. I was just doing it. So um, I now, okay, we now went, okay, we now moved to another stage. We now moved to the next level. Now enter the real big field. So it now has to do with like like six figures, six figures when it comes to um, dollar currency. So it was it was really a turbulence where I was doing it all well, all cool, 
So now I was now being overseen by someone. So, but it was, so he altered my decisions in the whole thing. So he, he began to alter my decisions in transactions I tried to take. And those things, when you, see, when you do those things, I just like, I just resist, like, okay, just go ahead, do it. And it was all going wrong, all wrong. So at some point, I'll be in the church and I'll be, I'll be crying. I'll like, Lord, help me. Let me not go back home and discover that I'm liquidated or for Bitcoin or something like that. And I'll be praying and all of a sudden I would like, okay, Lord, I'm going to obey you. I will not operate my phone. I will not check my phone till when I get to, till the church closes. And when, when it's done, when church is over in the car park, I'll just get an email. Um, your account has been liquidated for Bitcoin. Um, more than that, and all those things. It was happening, I was just there, that's where the fear kicked in. It was so, um, it was so much that I was, I was afraid of, I was afraid of, I was afraid of leaving. It was not going as planned. It was, I was seeing this disappointment in my, in my, yeah, my boss's face and all those things. It was just making me so much afraid. Um, when it happened, at the end of the day, we've lost a ton of money. We've lost a good ton of money. By now, we'll have been counting. If that money is even not being traded, by now it would be like in, um, be like, yeah, it'd be like in millions of dollars. So, but it was the fear, that was, that was the point. The fear got me so, like it woke, it woke the whole thing. Like I, I couldn't really just understand, but, I, each time I feel that, I begin to just, I have this strong fever, and my hand starts fidgeting. Wow. So since then, I started, um, anything I start trying, anything I do, anything I play my hands, or I try to execute, that fear, that thing kicks in. Um, the whole project I tried to go ahead to kickstart and all that was just pulling me off, kicking me off. Even though I know them, I would give signals. They would actually, people would take them and they would succeed. They would, they would show me like this was, this what happened, but I can't take them. I can't do them because of the fear. Oh, so my redemption came in when um, I, yeah, I've been going to tribal devices since I came to Lagos, like Thursday, introduced by, by Jeffrey. But I couldn't understand what was going on. But I was just going to church based on religion and all. So until I came in, I came in, I think that was the period I, I first met you. That was the period I first met you in my estate then. Um, and we spoke, we were talking about other things. I was going through hell then. Because that same thing also kicked in again. I was going through hell. So it was when Mr. Feddy, for I don't know, I haven't spoken to him before. Pastor Feddy, I haven't spoken to him before. But then he now picked interest to call me. So that's when he spoke to me, and I was now understanding what what it means for God to love you, what it means by you in your life, what it means by you having their bond, all those things was just trying to like come in as just little little things that make sense. So I, after speaking with him that day, I I got relieved. So um, all my life I was being, I was just afraid, afraid of 
working anything on the whole. So um, within the journey of us going through the union life and abundance and everything, um, the the whole uh, the whole thing of you putting back your past and looking at what God has done for you and looking at the cross and looking at what, what he entails. So I'll open the scripture and then the scripture will be telling me things like love, like what I'm preparing for you, it's, it's becoming better and better and all that. Um, recently, I was seeking for joy because I was not having more fulfillment. Close to, close to suicide, but yeah, I conquered it. Um, but I was seeking for joy, but joy was, was something that was far. I never knew what was wrong with me, but I knew I, I, I never had joy. I was smiling, but it wasn't from my heart. I was laughing, but that's not real. I wasn't enjoying nothing. Till at some point, there was, a lo- I, there was, there was just, I don't know the incident that happened, but there, within time, I began to see what it means to, to be loved. I love people. I love. I know how to. I know how to serve for people. I know how to spread them. But the love was was something I wasn't experiencing. But I, I felt like okay, I'm meant to like just love and serve others and not to get. So when I started seeing that people, just few persons, were just sending me those loves and sending me those love and the few friends I have around me was just, um, we're, we're doing little things that just bring that spark of um, love and care. And the Lord was now taking me through the journey of healing, fear, and all that. Last day, to God be the glory, last year when we were doing the crossover night, um, it was so clear to me, very clear. One, ah, it has happened like once in a while that I've heard such voice and such sound. When the Lord, before you, before we started, where um, Ike was speaking, so it was so clear where the Lord said, um, "Just do it." Nike, Nike, Nike's logo, but it was so clear, and then He said, "Just do it, just do it." When I was young, I had this vision. It was clear vision. I was like six then. I was sitting on a stock of money, like just one thousand naira, down to. To this, like above skyscraper, above skyscraper, yeah, above skyscraper. I was sitting there, and then the next thing it was just rumbling, thinking that would fall. So that picture came in that day. So he said, "Just do it." And today I was so confident. I was, today I would say I'm so confident that the spirit of fear it was so big, but I know that something left me that day. The, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, that's just my journey. I think it was something like I was now taking it, personalizing the love of God and my place in Christ. So, so the the weight you are talking about is fear. Yeah. And now you've you found a way to deal with it, and, yeah. or it's gone. It's it's, it's actually gone. gone yeah. It's Hallelujah. Let's clap. Let's clap for that. So the. Many of the things that that we hold as that are stopping us are things that were installed, things we met. 
And we now have to figure out ways to make sure that we engage the grace, we engage the power, we engage the spirit of God to make sure that he don't hold us back. Speak to the mic. my con So I did not know, I did not understand love. Like people sit there, I'm like, oh, I love my mom, I love my, I did not understand it, I didn't get it. I liked my mom, I mean, I would, I, I, if she dies, I'll cry, but I didn't get the deep thing. And then one time, and a second cousin of my mom came around, and I think that was when I felt love. I didn't grow up with my parents, by the way. And then I think that was when I felt love for the first time. She was so free, so open, so, full of love and that was when I began to realize something was wrong because I couldn't relate to that and then my my last our last born was born and after some time I could understand love because of her but I think that's the only person I can really relate love to in my life in my whole entire life and this series of events probably caused it so that's the cause of the weights the weights <laughs> I've not gotten to the stage where I can smile and talk about it in front of everybody yet. But hopefully we are getting there. It's distrust. Someone died when I was four or five, I can't remember, and they lied to me about it. Said he was in heaven. I, I know now that that's what heaven means, but. 
And then I woke up every day asking for, for him and on and on until I realized from a dream actually that he was dead. So distrust, fear, anxiety, impatience. I am very impatient, as you know. <laughs> I am very impatient. I can overthink. I would have overthought 10,000 different scenarios that something would go wrong, as you well know. <laughs> And then sometimes in meetings, they're like, Precious, can't you think of one good thing that could happen? I'm like, <laughs> I have you for that. So these are all the causes of, you know, what I went through. I cannot talk about this thing. Okay. All right. So um, one thing we can all agree on is that these kinds of things have the capacity to slow us down as a capacity to keep us where we are. So many times it's very, very important we open ourselves to the Holy Spirit and have the Holy Spirit deal with them. Have the Spirit of God deal with them very quickly. So part of what, um, part of what we will practice before we go is the kind of prayers that David prayed and we will talk about it, how you open up yourself before God and say, reach down to the deepest parts of me, I'm open, change me, change the things that are going to be a weight, a burden, something that would not allow me to move as quickly as I should, you know. When the Holy, when the Holy Spirit comes inside of us, he's, part of his work is to quicken us, is to make us light, make us able to, he said, uh, in that scripture we read on Sunday, he said, he will quicken me, he will make my feet like hinds feet. He said, I will walk upon my high places. So, the idea is that whatever weight we carry, we open ourselves to the Holy Ghost and let him work on them. Let him work on them. Because in this year, like I said, we need to move with speed. We cannot be second guessing. We cannot be, we cannot allow fear to hold us back. We cannot allow unbelief to hold us back. We cannot allow anxiety to dictate our actions. I think we can take one more before we start to pray. Isaac. I'll make it short. So, um, I'm the last child of six. Um, I grew up with parents that would do anything to make their children comfortable. My dad always said he would go naked on the streets to make his kids comfortable. So I lost my mom 2011. I was in 300 level. I lost my dad 2012. I was in final year. So these were parents where, <coughs> when I have jobs, so my friends come to tell me, I mean, there's this job we can do, we'll make 70K. And I went to my dad, they were like, how much? Sit at home, I'll give you 150K. That's the kind of father I grew up with. So suddenly everything turned around. So from having so much to having nothing, I went days without food. I suffered. I mean, I suffered. So I was like, this man should have allowed me to work by now, I'll be able to do stuff, like I'll know what to do. So for the first time, I started playing drums for money. So I could play drums, so I go to churches, they employ me, they pay me at the end of the month. So then I have siblings, I have elder siblings, and I was the only unmarried one. They were all married. Because my mate Abra is older than me with like seven years. 
it's too much space. So, Baba, I need some money or more. My children, my this, my that, so they complained. So I resulted, I resulted in telling myself that I'm a woman, I'm a poor. It's either I do it or I do it. I don't believe anybody will help me. Just God and me. So, number one, that notion I've had still affects me today. I'm married, and my wife still complains because sometimes when I'm talking to her, I'm like, don't worry, I'll figure it out. I'm a woman, I'm a poor. She'll be like, stop saying that. So, unknowingly, it still happens to me. That's one. Then two, um, it happens that at some point I had fears because fear of the unknown. If my dad were to be alive, there were challenges I would run to him. My dad was a very wise man, a very, very wise man. So sometimes I, I hear the things he would have said to me and try to apply them. But it's not easy because sometimes you just miss parental care. Because I was really young. I was just, I didn't know what life was. I was in school, I was in Uniben, and suddenly my parents were no more. So the fear of what would happen, there is no one there, it's just you. What would happen? So I've had ideas of stuff to do, but there is this fear of what if it doesn't work? Um, so most of these ideas I've had, I tell to friends, they do it, succeed, and they come to pay me sometimes. I'm like, ah, oh, Baba, thank you, Omo, hold this one. I'm like, wow. It happens a lot. It happens a lot, a whole lot. <laughs> so yeah um, the fear I would say is still a bit there because I know what I like to do I know things I want to do but again starting to do them is so I wrote I wrote a test today I'm, I'm doing a course so the test would be online from Monday till Monday next week the fear of I may not pass was just there. So my classmates in group were saying, ah, we're overthinking this, and this is, is easy. I'm like, oh, more. I've not read enough. But when I checked, like, but I've read, but there's this fear of God, you never read, though. And if you fail, it's a problem. Because the next one you're writing, you have to pay money. And I am one that don't like to waste. I see that's waste. Because why didn't you not pass the first one? So I decided to take the test today. Out of 31 questions, I got 31. And when I saw it, I'm like, so why was I scared? So I took the test because I know I have to take the test. But I've been in situations whereby I did not take the test and I failed because I did not even take the test. So, yes, fear still tempers with me a lot. Small, 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 small. Then the fact that I just believe I'm. Is me. So there were times, there was a time also I have issues. See, I, I was in plenty of relationships that didn't work. I wanted to get married early. Plan was to get married by 22, 24. But yeah, I, I, I loved family because I, my, I grew up in a lovely family. I saw how my mom and my dad were. They were the best couple I ever saw, I ever saw in my life. So I had the idea of let me get married early. So when you meet girls that so when I, I used to tell my female friends that girls don't like commitment, they tell me, no, it's guys that don't like commitment. I'm like, no, but I like commitment. I've seen girls that don't like commitment. So when I get treated bad by a girl and I meet another girl, I don't want to treat them nice, purposely. I just want to be bad. So it gets, so my wife told me recently that there are some things I'm doing that she thinks they are not me. 
I'm still scared like something can happen. Because I believe that if I fall to the ground, I will remain there. There will be nobody to help me. Yeah. Okay, so um, first, um, I'm going to pray for you because as you were talking, I just felt that that move that I should pray for you. I will pray for you. But I want us to pray as well. Um, we're going to read Psalm 139 from verse 23. Are Yeah, thank you. Say, Karushem Frehadish, Kemoru, Shaprahadis, Ketiana, Koshapalu, Radiana, Teki. This is a prayer of David. I'm, I'm reading NIV. Can, can we have NIV? Okay, you can't have NIV. Okay, but I'm reading. It says, Search me, God. Know my heart. Test me. And know my anxious thoughts. My anxious thoughts. God, check out my anxiety. I'm reading Psalm 139, verse 23. See if there is any offensive way in me. And then lead me in the way everlasting. Lead me in the eternal ways. Lead me in the paths that has been laid up for me from eternity. I think I should read message as well. It says, investigate my life, O God. Find out everything about me. Cross-examine and test me. Get a clear picture of what I'm about. See for yourself whether I've done anything wrong. Then guide me on the road to eternal life. That's our prayer today. Lord, I open up myself to you. Every fear, every anxiety, every hurt, every pain. Naso Sige Severo, Spirit of God, transform me. Eno Severo, Shafari Akaba, Saidi Akashketai. Lord, try my heart. Eno Mon Semfadagado, Shaporo Nagadi Eshkepa. Heal, heal every heart, heal every pain. I'm yours. In Malachi, he said, You sit with us like a refiner, sits by the refiner's fire, and he will purge us, make us clean. God said, He will purify us, make us spotless, so that He can present us to Himself without spot, without wrinkle, blameless. Welcome me, Holy Ghost. I'm yielded to your work. I'm open to your work. I'm open. I'm open to your work. Enosephoronakadashkapadobrianekadashkapai. 
I'm open to you, Jesus. Heal me. Eko semvregedo shaporono koskidi agabashe poronekoto shabai. Eno kon semvregedo shkabai. Ena gadon semana shakiti akata. Take it away, Lord. Anavaragado shai. Take it away. <laughs> Heal every hurt <laughs> and every pain. In all seasons, no man akaya kaya. Zoro no konsuze gaya ni kete varade kengiliye koma na ya tezita lagaya. And I'm for a God the God in my hand a kakaye na sama. Restore kade gena my hand a tesiakash. Elevando vregado no tope payakate ni sai. Let every yoke be taken away. Let every matter see karagadao shapai. Let every burden be lifted. Healing, oh God. Healing, healing, oh God. Heal, heal, heal. Ha ha ha. Emo Heal, oh God. Spirit of God, have your way, heal. Take away pain, take away heavy burdens. Let burdens be rolled away. Let pain be rolled away. Let heart die. Matuskeka for Let every spirit of fear, let every torment leave now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Balm of Gilead, come and heal. Balm of Gilead, come and heal. Heal, heal. Shine over us. Heal. Shine over Inu foro godosh kapoi, inu bregadosh am bregadosh kapoi, inu morono godosh kapoi, inu mose bregadosh kapoi, ya gadosh kapoi, inu foro godosh kapoi, ya gadosh kapoi. Heal, O God, pray the Holy Ghost. God, heal me, heal me. Heal me, heal me, heal every heart, heal every pain. In the Wonderful, merciful Savior, precious Redeemer and Friend, 
Comforter, keeper, counselor, comforter, keeper. Spirit will long to embrace. You offer hope when our hearts are will bless the Lord. Who bless the lost our will? Oh, we will bless. tribelagos.com or email us at hello at the tribelagos.com follow us on instagram facebook and twitter on the tribe lagos god bless